This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer. It's Wednesday, July 27. In Squiz Kids Today, selling kids junk on TikTok, a new wandering walrus, the police hunting marauding monkeys, and some legendary WA woodchoppers. That's what's making news kids style. The Lowdown. It's Wednesday, and I'm thrilled to welcome Squizzy the Newshound back to tell us what kind of fishy stuff he's sniffed out online this week. And what he's found is so important, it's here in your lowdown. Apparently, one in four Aussie kids use TikTok, which, for your parents' and teachers' sake, I will explain, is a social media app used by one billion of Earth's inhabitants to make, share and watch short videos. And according to a new report released yesterday by Deakin University, the world's biggest junk food companies are also on TikTok and are using it to market their products to kids. Now, they're not really doing this in the old-fashioned way, making ads that people would probably scroll right past. Instead, companies like McDonald's, Pepsi and Doritos have much sneakier strategies. For example, Doritos created what's known as a hashtag challenge called Doritos Duet Roulette, which encouraged kids to create and share a video of themselves eating, you guessed it, a bag of Doritos chips that are unpredictably spicy. I checked yesterday and there are tons of those videos with millions and millions of views. Squizzy points out that Doritos knows that most kids on TikTok are really keen to get views and likes, so they'll pester their parents to buy them a bag of chips to make their own video, which is exactly what Doritos is hoping they'll do. And then they'll sell more chips. Of course, Doritos aren't the only ones. McDonald's challenged kids to record themselves singing to a video that showed, no surprises here, food from Maccas. A hashtag challenge created by Pepsi has had more than 107 billion, with a B, views. And the fast food giants are also paying TikTok influencers, users whose accounts are followed by lots of people, to make videos featuring their products. So the next time you see someone eating or drinking something on TikTok, stop, think and check. Are you falling for junk food marketing? Thanks, Squizzy. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Norway, where a 600-kilogram walrus named Freya has taken up residence in the nation's capital, Oslo. More specifically, young Freya is spending time in an Oslo fjord, a long, narrow, deep body of water formed by a glacier. The local media are in love with her. One newspaper apparently live-streams her every move, even though she spends about 20 hours a day sleeping. Still, the fact that she's nodding off on people's boats and sometimes bending them with her bulk does make for pretty entertaining viewing. Freya has been spotted out of her usual Arctic habitat in the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, Denmark and Sweden, and now she seems to be seeing out the European summer in Norway. 
She reminds me of Wally the Wandering Walrus, who made a similar journey around the British Isles last year. Some people are concerned that walruses are leaving the Arctic because of climate change, but others believe that these youngsters are just naturally curious explorers. I wonder if Wally told Freya about his trip, and that's why she's there. There are links to more information about the pair in your episode notes. Animal Kingdom. Police in the Japanese city of Yamaguchi have turned to tranquilizer guns to try to capture some particularly problematic perps. Perps is police speak in America for perpetrators, which means someone who causes injuries to others or acts illegally. And in this case, the perps are Japanese macaques, fluffy little red-faced monkeys, also known as snow monkeys, which are a delightful tourist attraction in many parts of Japan. But in Yamaguchi, abnormally aggressive macaques have attacked 42 innocent citizens and counting. The malevolent little monkeys, malevolent means wanting to hurt others, are invading people's houses by sliding open their screen doors or climbing through their windows. Sneaky little monkeys! So far, the injuries suffered by their victims have been mild bites and scratches. But because experts don't know why these good monkeys have turned bad, they also don't know what they'll do next. Police and city officials have patrolled and set traps, but so far, no luck. For now, people of Yamaguchi, I'd recommend leaving your doors and windows locked. Squeeze Kids Salute. And so we head to Esperance in Western Australia, where a group of around 30 volunteers with an average age of 80 years old is spending these cold winter months outside doing hard physical labour for free. For the past 15 years, these volunteers have chopped donated wood and then delivered it to paying customers to use as firewood. They then give every last penny to the Royal Flying Doctor Service, which, as you probably know, transports people living in rural and remote regions to get emergency medical care. So far, they've donated $700,000, an impressive effort. Many of the men have been flying doctor patients themselves, so they do appreciate its life-saving service. But they also enjoy each other's company, and most days after they've finished chopping wood, they have a sausage and a soft drink together before heading home. Wood Choppers of Esperance, Squiz Kids salutes you. Time for the Squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Where does Freya the Wandering Walrus usually live? That's right, in the Arctic. Question number two. What kind of monkeys are attacking the people of Yamaguchi? You got it, Japanese macaques. And question number three. Have you ever seen a video featuring fast food on TikTok? Well, of course, there's no right answer to that one, but it is a good thing to talk about and think critically about. Shout outs. 
It's July 27, National Creme Brulee Day, which is technically an American holiday, but I see no reason for that to stop me from tucking into a rich, creamy custard with a crunchy, caramelised sugar topping. Ooh, my mouth's watering just thinking about it. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Grace from Berwick, Renee from Cannon Hill, Edith from Westbrook, Riley from Forest Lake, Archer from Carabar, and Millie from Quirindi. Belated birthday shout-outs go to Lottie from Rose Park and Elka, who's travelling around Australia. I wonder where you are today, Elka. And today's classroom shout-outs are going to Class 4O and Mrs O'Brien at Henschke Primary School in Wagga Wagga, Class 6B at Echuca Primary School and their favourite teacher, Mrs Oliver, Class 4CR with Mr Coulter and Mrs Ray at Borkham Hills North Public School, and finally to Class MC3 at Hastings Secondary College in Port Macquarie. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you want a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.